And we are live with another episode of Lead Off Talk with myself, Caitlin, and joined, as always, by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. So this week, we will... Let's let's chat about the World Baseball Classic and spring training, but mostly the World Baseball Classic, um, because I guess our little spring training talk could be game start this weekend. If you're a Guardians fan, uh, I believe um, Bally's will have both. We'll have two games on uh, on Saturday and Sunday, so that should be fun seeing baseball again. Yes. Before they go bankrupt. Exactly. Well, they've already went bankrupt, but no, I guess try, yeah. I guess it's everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. If, you know, so so far so good. Like you know they they have enough to put up a production for um for spring training, I guess spring least. training. Yeah, they, I think they announced eight games yesterday, eight or nine games yep. that they'll uh, be broadcasting. I'm excited think, for every single one of them. I think a couple of them are um. Like di- like other Bally's like broadcasts, they're not like just Cleveland's, but you know right. overall should be should be fun. Always like these games just to see some of the young guys like go out there and and stuff, and we'll probably get to see a number of the guys and kind of transitioning to the, like the, the World Baseball Classic stuff. Um, you know, Cal Quantrill's pitching for Team Canada, Bo Naylor's catching for Team Canada, so. I wouldn't be surprised if early on in spring training, you know, Cal gets some run and then so he's so he's good to go for to, you know, to pitch for Team Canada because, I mean, they got a nice little squad. I don't know if you saw that, but. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm excited to see Cal yeah. pitch. Yeah. For Team Canada. And honestly, I'm, I'm really excited to watch Bo. I was just going to say, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to see Bo Naylor, you know, catch consistently and play, you know, kind of call a game. But also, like, go up against major league pitching. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's one of those things, and I, I don't know if we brushed, we talked about it last week, but, you know, what, what Zanino, was Zanino coming back? And I think you mentioned he, he'll be ready to, to start the year. Um, if Bo Naylor had any chance of, of making the team, out of spring training, I think he, I don't know if he would be playing in the WBC. Yeah, I feel like the team, like you, like we talked about, you did bring us up. I think that uh, Tito or Antonetti or one of the the GM would say something to him, like, "Hey, just so you know, like you have a chance to yeah, be you the have a chance. opening day starter." Like, I feel like the whole the plan all along has been like, I think I think you could see him close to. I mean, I think if. Everything goes completely the way you want it to go. Like he starts that showing. You could see him. I think get a month, month and a half in, maybe. I'm not saying it's gonna, but like, I wouldn't surprise me. But most likely, probably around All Star game. But you never know. Last year we caught we had 17 rookies on the team because they just hit their way up and you couldn't keep them down forever. Mm-hmm. Bo's whole problem, I think, at this point is just uh, getting more reps behind the dish at AAA to get ready to come up. Because I think the biggest thing with Cleveland is, like, we, we pride ourselves on defense. And uh, even though all of his numbers, it looks like he's improving defensively every year. But, um, yeah, I mean, and the way he hits the ball, just his average is high for a catch. Ah, I'm so excited to watch him play for Canada. And 
put on that Guardians uniform. <laughs> ah, I get excited. Because in the perfect world, you could you could pinch, you could hit them both. Like, Zunino hits against lefties. Bo against oh, righties. Going righties yep. Yeah, I mean, it's like the it's perfect, especially for Tito, who loves to use two catchers. Now you could actually use two catchers for like when like they're needed. Like it would be nice. Well, you don't have to worry about you know like Zanino gets on base late in the game, and yeah. you could actually pinch run for him with another catcher. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What well, I think what in twenty base twenty some bases last year in Triple yeah. A or I believe between Triple so. A and Double A. Yeah. I've, like I'm not I'm not saying that he's gonna be as good as Romuto, but I mean. If you could, if he could, you know, have a, you know, WRC plus of like one twenty ish, kind of what Stephen Kwan right. gave you, you know, twenty stolen bases, and gives you solid defense and can handle your pitching staff. I mean, that autom- like automatically ranks him as like a top seven catcher in the game if he could do that. Right, and and like stolen bases is nice. Like, trust me, I love stolen bases, but also like. Put him in late in the game so you don't have to race, waste another guy. And even if they mm-hmm. don't steal, but like going first to third's huge. And Bo can easily do that. Yep. Like, like it's like the little things. Like, we don't have to waste like a, I'm just like a Will Brennan to go out there to, to pinch maybe run. he doesn't score. And yeah. then it's like, okay, well, he's coming out of the game because we have to put somebody to catch. Yeah. Now we can keep that bat on the bench just in case it comes up again and we need him. It'll be nice. I think what a lot of, uh, a lot of it has to do with though is just the service time. They're going to wait yeah. to manipulate the service time. It is what it is. You know, the the fact that they brought him up for a cup of coffee, you know, the last week of the season um, probably pushes it back another week uh, during the middle of the season. But it wouldn't surprise me that post-All-Star break or post-trade deadline that, you know, he's your starting catcher going forward. Right. You know? And the best thing Bo could do is just put them in a spot where they need to call him up. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all Bo can do is just do what he does and put the pressure on them to call you up. Well, I mean, ideally is he does that and Mike Zanino hits 200 but gives you 25, 30 home runs. Exactly. And, and just plays Mike <laughs> Zanino baseball and you're like, well, I mean, yeah, he strikes out a lot. but and, Yeah, he went team... one for five, but that one hit was a three-run bomb. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder – that line <laughs> like towards the end of the year and i know my hot take was that will brennan will have more at bats than miles straw at the end of the year um who do you think has more at bats zanino or, or bo naylor at the end of the year mm, shit i'm gonna go with zanino I'm yeah go with I, zanino. I, i'm gonna go with zanino too but it I won't surprise me if it's super super close because let's say he comes up post Oswald game, right? Yep. And they do the platoon. Mm-hmm. He could catch him pretty quickly because not a lot of teams have lefty pitchers. But also, the way Tito shuffles around still, Zunino is still going to get at-bats probably against some righties just because the veteran, you know what I mean? But I think mm-hmm. it'll be closer than we think. But, yeah, I think Zunino too. And also, I looked into your hot take, and I, I'm i starting to believe that that's going to come true. I mean – I think he'd give you he, – he's not going to give you what he does defensively. I mean, Miles Straw is the elite of the elite. But if yes. that make, if but if he becomes a defensive replacement towards, you know, at the end of the games for, I don't know, maybe like, – like, I don't even know. Cause do you I wanna, think it'll be Oscar. Yeah, but do you want to waste 
Do you want to waste it? Do you want to waste? No, no, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, taking oh, taking out tough. Oscar? Because, dude, I, I I think Oscar has this guy. I think a chance Oscar. My hot take is I think Oscar hits over 30 bombs. Oh, yeah, I, no doubt. No. Especially now with, like, because I think last year, I mean, he came up and he was, I think people were afraid of him just like Ramirez. I think it was him and Ramirez. And now that he has Bell to, you know what I mean, to take some of that pressure off him too. And, dude, Oscar, I was so scared when he got brought up because, like, he's just an unknown. You know what I mean? Like, he was the one guy that was just, like, we heard about him all the time, but, like, no one really knew what he could do. And then I'm – and then what I'm hearing about – and spring trained about how he's hitting the ball harder and harder and harder. And um, it sounds like he's been working on his – uh. Not contacted because contact's not bad. His strike zone his, awareness, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, his like plate discipline. Yeah, it's it's getting better and better. And that's the thing that and that's the anatomy of fucking Oscar Gonzalez is the fact that he has such a hard contact rate, swings at everything, and hits the ball. Like it blows my mind. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I'm excited for him. I think he can be like when like he could be the elite of the elite. Yes. And yeah, I agree. The the more I've thought about it over this off season, the the big moments um and 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 it's right right <clears throat> sorry. It's just think of okay, the walk off against Tampa Bay. We see the power. They're just a yeah. raw power, right? But mm-hmm. then Think of the at-bat against the Yankees. He's down one and two with two outs, and he has enough strength. Like, he knew that they were going to throw something outside, so he had to protect. He's known as, you know, kind of a free swinger, you know, at times. Or not at times, but just in general. But he has the strength and the wherewithal to just put the bat on the ball. And, I mean, it wasn't just like it was barely enough on it. I mean, he he hit a legitimate single. That was insanely off the plate, up the middle, for the walk off on a one-two yeah. pitch. Like yeah. that I is think, true. I think people forget about that at bat a lot. <laughs> like people, people don't forget about it because it's just like yo, he walked it off. But like the 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 circumstances that led up to it, I think, I, dude, I think he, the sky's the limit. In yeah. It's kind of insane to to think about, you know, you have him and then, you know, Quan is Quan. I don't understand, you know, people's hesitancies towards, oh, well, they could they could take a step back. And, you know, maybe some of the the young guys could, you know, maybe. But like Stephen Quan, like Quan is Quan. So he's right. he's always going to be hit, like himself. It's not like he had this crazy like 20 home run year. He's not going to, you know, people... I was listening to a talk show in Cleveland, and they were like, you know, could he be Mercado? And it's like, well, no, Mercado was more of a free-swinging guy who had, you know, low exit velo and extremely high, you know, average on balls in play. Like, it was like, it was such an anomaly that he hit for 270 that year. Right. It's like, Quan, yes, he has 
<clears throat> the, the the lower exit velo, but but he's like consistent and he takes his walks, so he's only going to swing at good pitches. Right, that's that's the thing with Quan. He can go like you like he could have a streak of going one for ten, right? But also in that one for ten, we got he'll have five walks. Like he's still going to get on base for you, and those and like his cold streaks. That's the thing. Like, Quan doesn't change. That's what the thing about Cleveland. Like, when people say they're going to take step backs, yes. Like, Quan, um, I'm going to mess up his name. Jimenez? Yeah, Jimenez. Um, yeah. Jimenez. Uh, I'm trying to think. Pop, maybe even Oscar, you could say. But, like, uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I think that's the three big ones that came out of nowhere. Those are the three that you could be like, they could, they're gonna, they might take step backs. And that's true. They could. But also, like, they have the approach and, like, the way they swing the bat and the way they come, like they, every bat to like, they're still going to get on base. Like yeah, the average might go down, but they're still going to get on base. They're still going to get those timely hits. They're still going to put up good at bats. They're still going to wear pitchers out. With the, the teams have to go to the bullpen early against us. You know what I mean? Another, another guy that every, I think people forget about, Ahmed Rosario was fifth in the league in hits. I think in baseball, in hits, not just mm-hmm. American League, in hits. And we forget people – Act like he is like a bad player. I think it's all because we want to see those young guys come up. But like defensively last year, Rosario was really, really good. And I was the first me and you hated on that dude more than anybody with this defense. Yeah. And and I'm the first to say like, maybe not really, really good. He was good. He was better than I thought he was going to be at shortstop. And his at bats and the way he, like what do you have? 180 hits. I'm like and people forget he's even on the team sometimes. Like. That's why I'm like, this team's just going to get better and better, in my opinion. Even if guys take step backs, this team's still going to be good. I can't wait for people to get upset about Ahmed Rosario in April to, like, the middle of May. Like, oh, this guy sucks. It's like, this is his his track record. The weather gets warm, and he becomes, like, a hit machine, okay? And exactly. then some, somehow, at the end of the year, he ends up with, like, a, a 280 average, and... Like I just don't understand why are we why like why are you complaining? I I don't really right. understand that. Like, should he hit second? Pro like in an ideal lineup, probably not. But I well, think it works. Yeah. <clears throat> now I think because he does kind of he does tend to hit in a, a number of uh, double plays. It is frustrating. But yeah. I think with the bigger bases, you have Stephen Kwan leading off basically off rip now i can yeah. see cleveland being a like i can see stephen kwan having 30 stolen bases easy this year and with oh, Ahmed rosario yeah. you know especially like some hit and runs because he just he likes to slap the ball the other way with kwan running i mean because that was the issue i mean for like the first month mile straw was getting on base but there was also like the month of May where Stephen Kwan was struggling and Miles Straw wasn't getting on base either. <laughs> so right. like, it just kind of stagnated the offense. And somehow like Jose Ramirez still had a billion RBIs. Like, I don't know how, but he did. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. But now that you have a consistent lineup with consistent players, um, I do think the one guy that could take a, a bit of a step back is Jimenez. Just because, like, he does tend to strike. He does get a little free swingy at times. Mm-hmm. You know, you get you could kind of throw fastballs up and in, and 
he just can't lay off of him. If he could kind of adjust to that and be more selective, I think, I think, I mean, I think he could be a, I mean, he's already an all-star, but like he could be a superstar um, second baseman, especially now that, you know, with the shift and everything, like second base, with the lack of a shift, second base is an extremely valuable position because he's got to, oh, yeah. He's got to play, you know, where he was, <clears throat> the like, in the dirt, but more over towards the shift, towards pole players. He's going to have to play up the middle. Um, I, This is the ideal, you know, part of, you know, the lack of the shift is, you know, more web gems because they can't, because like, you know, the, the balls that are kind of up the middle, like towards the right side of second base, well, those used to just be like, oh, your shortstop's right there. Right. But like growing up, it used to be like Robbie Alomar diving and, 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 you know, diving stop up the middle and throwing it to first. You know what I mean? It's just like those little nuances and having a, a gold glove caliber player, not just caliber, but like, I'm just saying in general. Right. Um, having an elite defender up the middle, especially at second base now, just, makes it extremely, like, way, 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 way more valuable. But that's the thing. Even if Case has stepped back on hitting, his defense is still, I would say he's, I mean, I gotta, he might be the best defense in baseball in baseball. I mean, oh, Tommy Edmond, I guess. Well, Donovan and Edmond. I mean, I don't know who, but, I mean, he's top three, in my opinion, defensively. I mean, my man was making plays in the ship when he didn't even have to. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I do wonder, though, about um, – his hitting, like his hitting, going into to this year, just because. But he, when he did struggle down the stretch, I think he did have a broken, um, a broken thumb. I think it was. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, I'm I'm sure that played a significant factor, but just his pit, like just his um his pitch selection as a hitter, like. If he could be a little bit more patient, take a couple more, like, you know, a few more walks, I think uh, that would be ideal. What's that thing when you can look up the player to see their their exit velos and stuff? What's that called? Uh, What, baseball savant? Yeah, okay. Sorry, I was looking. I want to see his real quick. Keep going, though. No, I'm just saying. And then, like you said, talk about uh, Oscar. Uh, Some news out of spring training is that Tyler Friedman and Gabriel Arias will play some outfield. Which is which interesting. Is also interesting. I don't. I I'm what, what I'm curious about that is is that to boost uh, trade value, is that because I mean okay you have Quan you're not gonna take him out. Straw is like the only other guy you would you would consider right. You're not gonna take yeah, out Oscar Gonzalez unless right there. yeah. You're not gonna take out Gonzalez unless you're DHing him, and then, um, and then with Josh Bell, we've seen Arias play first, and I think in a pinch he could play first. Like I wouldn't mind him being the platoon guy at first against lefties, um, and then DHing Bell, then having Gonzalez in right. Um, you're not gonna take out Quan for, uh like Tyler Freeman or Arias against lefties. Unless right. unless you put one of those guys in the outfield too, you move Stephen Kwan to center, then you have a Oscar in right. But 
Yeah, I, I wonder yeah. if I wonder if that's just to boast uh boost one of their those guys' um you know trading or you know I feel like it has to be because I mean you got Brennan right there ready to come in if anything happens and then you still got your the prospect we've all been waiting for for three years now. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Rocchio and Yeah. I mean we just have a log jam of guys and our team's so young. So, like, why? I mean, I don't see any problem with trying to get him out there. But, like, I guess if something happens, if worse comes to worse and we need him out there, it's nice when they can go out there. Um, I think both those guys could easily do it because they're both, like, great just athletes. Um, but, yeah, I think that's just for boosting trade. Because I think it's sooner they're, like, they're going to have to make more trades just because of our 40-man is so deep. Who do you think? Who do you think ends up uh, being the, the guy that gets that gets bumped? Tyler Freeman. I hate Tyler Freeman, and I hate it because I loved him. I yeah. still do. I think he's going to be a great player. Um, and I keep saying it. He just looks like an Oakland A, a to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. He just seems like an Oakland A. He's just he's the odd man out just because I think Rokio is streamballing himself to be the next guy up for Ahmed. Um, Ahmad Ahmed. Um, he's next up, and then I think Freeman's just the, like the odd man out because, but also he could be the super utility guy. You never know with how this team works. Then what do you but do? But it seems like last year with that's the thing with Arias last year in the playoffs. It seems like they're ready for him to be that guy. So honestly, I can see them both getting traded. I don't um, think I don't think both. I don't think both. I don't I don't think both. Like it's I, if I it wouldn't like it wouldn't shock me if it happened. I don't think it would happen, but it wouldn't shock me. But um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's Freeman just because, and I also think teams look at Freeman and just because of the his like contact rate, get on base, he does all the little things. I mean, Arias still can, he swings and misses a lot, but also he's got the power and he's got power. So you never know. <laughs> I guess I just talk myself out of that one. I mean, it's not but like, like they, you said. They go out there and spring train and play outfield. They fucking all they can do is boost them. And it's not like my thing with with Arias though. It's not like they have a first baseman like ready to go. If you know right. after Josh Bell, I mean, I like Josh yeah. Taylor, but if he can't hit against lefties, like, and he just becomes a platoon guy, I mean, is it is it Joe Kenzie Noel? But he's probably a couple years away. Like I, I, like, like, I don't know. Be, yeah, he's a couple years away. Yeah, no, I agree. That's why. That's why I think the more you think about it, the more it's probably Freeman. I, I would. I, I mean, would the fact this team traded Bill Benson and Nolan Jones after we all thought like maybe Benson, we didn't think we thought like they could get rid of eventually just because of taking too long to take him a long time to get up. But Nolan Jones, we I mean. We love that guy. I mean, we've all been talking about Nolan Jones forever. And they got rid of him after one season just because of the long jab. Yeah, I mean? the long jab. And, and especially him being another left-handed outfielder that they yeah. just don't and, need. Yeah, I mean, like you said, and I like Nolan Jones, but this team's going to a place with contact rates high, and he's not a guy with high contact rate. No. So it makes sense. And the guy we got back, high contact rate. So. Yep. Yeah, and middle infield to just replenish what whatever we got. Right. 
exactly. And that guy, I've been seeing videos of him just demolishing the ball at spring training. So, Caitlin, who are you excited to watch at the um, World Baseball Classic? Well, I I just brought up the the rosters, and nice. you know, obviously Team USA. I mean, I I listened to Mark DeRosa on um the Rose Rotation this week, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, dude, he he had me hyped for it, man. He, he, I mean, the fact that it's kind of funny that Mark DeRosa is like the manager of that team, kind of hilarious. I love Mark DeRosa. I do too. too. I just want to put it out there. I do too. Um, you know, in Cleveland Indian legend for a half a season. Yeah. Yep. But I just, uh, dude, team. I mean, he was talking about it having your first three hitters being Trey Turner, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, and then like Paul Goldschmidt. Like, oh my god. Just in like the lineup is. Nolan, you know, towards the the bottom of the lineup, you know, Jeff McNeil hitting ninth, basically, you know, Kyle Schwarber, you know, Kyle Tucker's like probably relegated to the bench. I mean, it it's honestly insane. Cedric Mullins relegated to the bench. Like it's it's insane. It's insane to think about. the The pitching always scares me. Just in, in general with the WBC, I I will always kind of die in the hill that. The reason why Andrew Miller kind of crashed and burned uh, towards the end of 2017 is because he pitched in the WBC in spring training and he was playing like he was pitching high leverage situations, and I just feel like like pitchers' arms aren't built for that, especially like you know you 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 can get to spring training early, but if you're it it truly does take about two months to to get you know, into a groove when it when it comes to pitching. Um and that's that would be my my big thing because they do have you know like current Clayton Kershaw isn't even pitching. Um Wainwright, but it's not like he's like a power pitcher anyway, so he should be good. Brady Singer, like I'm looking at it right now, Nestor Cortez, but I don't I thought I read somewhere he wasn't uh he He's not playing anymore, I heard. He's not playing anymore. Did Jose not playing? Jose is not playing. Oh, my um, God. I'm ru- I'm running through... Let's... Where is it? Italy... The Netherlands, both Palacio brothers are playing, which, that's pretty cool. Um... Come on. Load. Check I mean, I would just say, when you're talking about uh, the USA, I mean... The Dominican Republic's roster is fucking disgusting. I know we talked about Team Canada, okay? We had yeah. uh, Bo Naylor, you know, Freddie Freeman, uh, Kel Quantrill, uh, John Axford. That's kind of funny. Matt Brash. And he's closing for him. Yeah. Um, Nick Pavetta. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Mexico. Mexico's uh, kind of underrated. Oliver Perez is is pitching at forty something years old. Randy Rosarena, Rowdy Telez, Alec Thomas, Verdugo, um, who's a center fielder for uh for Boston. Duran, I think is is playing. Oh, Jalen Duran. Yeah, uh, he's on he's on some some team. 
Um, let's see, Venezuela. Try to go through. Try to. I know this is just riveting, you know, podcast. You're good. Going through the list. Um, Venezuela. I mean, Jimenez is playing short. That's that's yeah. pretty sweet. That's. And I know he has permission from Cleveland to be like, "Hey, can I play short uh, for the WVC?" You know, maybe it is one of those. Maybe it is if you know, kind of go back to Cleveland. If Arias is, let's just say, Arias is the the guy out. Well, maybe they put Freeman at second and and just bump uh, Jimenez to short. Third, yeah, short, short, not third, Jesus. Um, yeah, Venezuela. They had somebody else. Who who's the other guy? Um, for I think he's with Columbia. Trying to think. Oh, our shortstop. Yeah. The other we have a uh, prospect. I think he's uh, Farias, Devin Farias, David yeah, Farias. Yeah, yeah. yeah, shortstop prospects. He's starting shortstop for Columbia, uh, which is very okay. cool. And we have our our, our relief pitcher, um, De Santos, playing for Dominican. Dos Santos, yeah. sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I have I have it right here. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Angel De Los Santos, <laughs> William Damas Cano, uh, Nelson Cruz, Rafi Devers. Oh, that team's disgusting. Under dude. Franco, Vladdy Jr., Teoscar, Eloy, Manny, Machado, Catal Marte, Francisco Mejia, Jeremy Pena, Julio Rodriguez, Gary Sanchez, Gene Segura, Juan Soto. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have a team where Elvoy Jimenez, Julio Damas, and probably Cartel Marte aren't going to start. That's insane. It is insane. <laughs> and they already said Nelson Cruz is going to be the starting DH. So, like, that's, I mean, that's, that's shit's ridiculous. That I mean, imagine them having Jose, too, like they're supposed to. And that that's just unfair. Yeah, and then, and then their bullpen, Sandy. Um, their bullpen's the one thing good. that their pitchers scare me a little bit. But also, it's like spring training for most of these guys. And they're going to pitch like an inning or two. Luis Garcia, Christian Javier. Um, Johnny Cueto. Rafael Montero. Yeah. Gregory Soto. Johnny Cueto. That guy's never going to stop playing. C- Camilo Duvall. Yeah, they have a, they have a good team, too. Dude, it's going to be fun. I, I love it because all the teams get so hype. It like, <laughs> it like, I don't know. I love the World Baseball Classic because people, they talk shit. They just get so hyped up. It makes me so happy because it's like you ever watch like a Dominican baseball like league play or like oh, anything yeah. Caribbean, like oh, how yeah. much they get like every home run they're standing on a dugout they're just going nuts, and then you have a Struble Cabrera fighting people. I mean, like that's good job with it. Let's get it. I mean, hell, the when Cleveland played in Puerto Rico a couple years ago, yeah, yeah, that shit was awesome, man. Yeah, Lindo hit that home run, and and everybody just went nuts. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 a fan, and, and the last WDC was was insane. Amazing. It was it was so. That's cool. when Adam Jones went off, wasn't it? Yeah, Adam Jones went off, dog. He, <laughs> <laughs> he went off and like Yellage. Uh, Strowman, which is yep. funny. Strowman, you know, was Team USA, and now he's Team uh, Puerto Rico. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm excited, and I'm and I'm excited yeah. to watch. Meaningful baseball early on. Yeah, I think I think the worst part about it is that towards the end you have like a ten day buffer between 
opening day and the end of the World Baseball Classic, and you're like, oh yeah, we got to go back to um yeah, everyday like, life or spring like, training, like watching spring training, you know, watching right. guys like you know get their get their abs and and get their work in. Yeah, but really, the only thing that scares me is is if 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 I'm one of those teams that has like a high end starter, um, pitching, I just. Oof. Yeah, that's one thing that makes you nervous about Cal pitching, but I feel like I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say what I feel like because it just scares me to think about. But yeah, especially I, like Sandy, Sandy pitching like the Marlins, like that would be like just nerve wracking. Your number one, like I think with certain pitchers like Cal, he's a pitch to contact guy anyway. So that's I think true. I think he should be all right. But the guys like I mean Sandy Alcantara had how many? Uh, complete games last year, and then yeah, now the you're people taking them out. Like, <laughs> like now mm-hmm. you're um you're asking him to add even more meaningful innings on his arm. Like, oof. Like I know he's not like a huge huge strikeout guy, but like he, I think there was there's some stat that like he had. It was I can't remember. It was something to the effect of like the amount of batters he faced for like compared to uh Julio Urares from from the Dodgers. I can't I can't remember the stat because I saw it when they were like talking about the um the Anno Cy Young. Like right. It was like the amount of batters. Fa- it was like something with the amount of batters faced, and he had he had like the same amount like. I, I can't remember correctly. I'm just gonna butcher it, so I'll just I'll just stop talking <laughs> about it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just I I couldn't remember, but it was just such a like a mind blowing set. Just like he had the same amount of batters face like after the sixth inning than like Julio Urias had like the entire game or something like that. It was just something. It was something insane to that like effect. Like the amount of the um, like he had a crazy amount more batter space. Like Right. I mean it wouldn't he, doubt it. I mean he literally didn't want to come out of games. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't but, surprise me at all. No. I I think it it was something to that effect. I probably again I probably butchered it. It is what it is. <laughs> but it was just like it's some fine. insane stat that I of course I just like, oh I remember something and I try to pull it out of my ass and I <laughs> So Gabe, uh any any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Uh no, go Cavs. I I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. No, it's okay. <laughs> well, you want to shout out your Twitter and whatnot? Yes. And then we'll, we'll wrap this up. You can follow me at Yanez Gabe, Y-N-E-Z, G-A-B, 13, 1, 3. And then you can follow the pod at leadoff talk at L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T-A-L-K. You can follow me on the twitter.coms if you want. That's Caitlin, K-A-T-E-L-A-N, knows K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. And as always, friends, take it easy.